0: Welcome to the Inspiring Tech Leaders podcast with me, Dave Roberts. This week I'm pleased to introduce a new product review segment to the podcast. In this segment, I will present new innovative technologies helping CXOs to stay informed and updated on the latest tech industry trends and the technologies that can support their organizations. I'm delighted to welcome Roger Baxterville to the podcast, who is a director at Legacy Box and has kindly sponsored this particular episode of The Inspiring Tech Leaders. Roger has a distinguished technology career with over 25 years of experience and has previously worked for the likes of Microsoft, Citrix and Compaq. It's great to have you with us here today, Roger.
1: Good morning, Dave, and thank you for the opportunity to speak to you and, of course, your listeners.
0: So I recently became aware of Legacy Box and the unique service offering that you and the team have developed. Can you perhaps share with our listeners a bit more detail about this exciting new solution?
1: Sure. As we work with uh, Microsoft a lot, uh, we've always been aware of the massive legacy application issues nearly all businesses face. We developed LegacyBox to remove the issue and to enable all applications to run on Windows 10. Now, as you mentioned in your introduction, I've been working in the end user computing space for many years and I've always been fascinated at the lengths that some customers will go to just to deliver older 16-bit, and 32-bit applications. It's actually quite common for organisations to stand up Citrix or VMware farms simply to isolate their legacy applications, then running an older operating system on it, and then remoting the applications onto a modern desktop. So whilst this is secure, it's uh, an extremely expensive way to deliver legacy applications because it requires servers, it requires licensing, uh, you've got to manage it and patch it. And even this approach is becoming harder as it requires older infrastructure software, which is itself out of sport. Uh, it's also only an online solution. So uh, what we wanted to do was we wanted something a lot simpler. Uh, we wanted a solution that did not require expensive infrastructure, something that ran locally on a Windows 10 PC, something that worked online and offline, something that supported USB connectivity so that legacy applications could continue to connect to plant Machinery, printers, weighing machines, and all the things that customers want to connect to, including trains. And of course, it had to be secure. So what I did is I got my software developers on the case, and they came up with Legacy Box. Now, Legacy Box is a piece of software that sits on Windows 10 and contains a warehouse into which you can run Windows XP or Windows 7. And once you've got Windows XP or 7 into it, you can then install your legacy applications natively inside the legacy box warehouse. Now, the fact that the legacy applications are running natively means that we have a very high success rate. uh, So much so that we've never actually failed to get a legacy
0: application onto Windows 10. So that's a quick summary of the legacy box. You also mentioned there about working with Microsoft. So what has been their reaction to this fantastic bit of software that you've developed?
1: Well, we've got an excellent relationship with Microsoft. We basically help them achieve their goals. They want everything on Windows 10 or Azure because of the security protection uh, those operating systems afford. Now, Microsoft certainly doesn't want to be charging their customers Windows 7 extended support charges. If a customer has one legacy application that won't run on Windows 10, it can stop a customer from moving to Windows 10 altogether. And that's for this reason that Microsoft is happy to introduce us to their accounts as we remove that pain point and we get every user onto Windows 10. Microsoft is also a brilliant supporter of both innovation and the whole SME ecosystem, and actually introduced us to uh, Govee
0: Timeslink, for example. Well, it's it's really great that we can run these legacy applications on sixty-four bit Windows Ten now, but in a world of ongoing security threats and vulnerabilities, how secure are these applications within Legacy Box?
1: The advantage of Legacy Box is that the applications and OS inside Legacy Box is not visible on the device. And obviously having all the end users running the latest version of Windows 10 is far more secure than, for example, XP devices that
0: uh, had uh, support ending seven years ago. So we've discussed how legacy box can help where older applications and the devices needed to run them incur additional costs, as well as posing those significant security and operational risks. Are there any other issues to do with legacy devices that organizations need to consider?
1: Well, one factor is that it's increasingly important is carbon footprint. I mean, we're seeing flooding events and global heating events all the way across Europe, Asia, North America. Now, reducing our energy use is one of the most important things we can do. And it's the fact that old devices are much less energy efficient, particularly if they're not equipped with solid state disks. So, if we can remove legacy items, that's excess energy that you don't need to use or pay for. Sustainability experts. PX3 estimate that switching to the latest energy-efficient devices and hypercloud data centres can reduce carbon emissions by 85 to 95%. The researchers also found that devices and data centres together currently produce more than 2% of the world's greenhouse gases, so there is a real problem here to be addressed. It's also the case that legacy software is dependent on particular hardware, so it's much harder to make it available to people who are working remotely. What that means is more travel to work rather than flexible working, which again causes emissions from transport, which could also be avoided. There's a real big drive towards new hybrid work models, which are popular with staff and are more sustainable. This is much easier to manage and support on the latest devices and cloud platforms. So there's an opportunity here through Legacy Box to reduce the cost, reduce the risk, improve flexibility and be greener all at the same time.
0: So for organizations that want to ensure that they're Cyber Essentials Plus and ISO 27001 compliance, what does this mean for them? Does it ensure compliance? My understanding is that
1: uh, all the cyber audit processes state that end-user devices must be running the latest fully patched operating system in order to get their certification. And this is obviously not the case for versions of Windows 7 and XP, both of which are out of support. Legacy Box brings every application to Windows 10 with all the security features it brings. In fact, if you run a tenable report against Legacy Box with a legacy application inside it, it will pass as it's protected by both Windows 10 and Legacy Box.
0: Brilliant. That's really good to hear. So I know that the product's fairly new to the market, but what are the typical organizations that you're working with so far?
1: We've got uh, customers across nearly all verticals as uh, legacy applications are everywhere. We're finding them in retail, oil and gas, finance, manufacturing, central regional government, healthcare, and uh, transport infrastructure. And I'd actually quite like to tell you a little story about um, one of our first customers, Govia Thameslink. Microsoft actually approached us and, and um, asked us whether we could help Govia as they had a particularly unique problem they wanted to solve. They're running several train franchises across the UK. And the trains themselves have to be maintained by legacy applications because the applications and trains are sometimes 25 years old. And every evening, the trains come into a fleet maintenance yard and uh, the uh, engineers have to connect a physical PC uh, using an RS-232 cable to each carriage, what they do there is they're checking things like are the brakes working? They're checking accelerometer information. They've got updating the announcements on the trains, everything to, to maintain the train. A bit like we are going to take your car in for a service, the first thing they do is they, they connect a, a cable just underneath your steering wheel and it'll tell you what's wrong with the car. Similarly with the trains, each carriage needs to be certified uh, before it goes out. And so they will then maintain it. And the challenge here is that you know, the software is very old and they, they're a regulated organisation and they needed to make sure that they're compliant and not using older software on the trains. And what they had to do was to try and find a way of, of making these older applications work on a Windows 10 device. And that's not an easy challenge because there's 16-bit applications. And what we were able to do was to look at the applications. There were actually uh, 40 uh, applications initially. It turned out to be 138 in the end with various different application dependencies on it. What we were able to do was to solution uh, 16-bit applications into legacy box so that uh, those applications were working on a Windows 10 PC. So once we got them working on a Windows 10 PC, we then just had to work out how to connect to to the actual train, which is an RS-232 to USB cable. And uh, and each engineer was then given a brand new Windows 10 laptop and they were able then to just use the applications that they knew uh, working directly onto Windows 10. You know, there was no learning process for them to do. They just clicked on the icon, as they always did do. But this time, it was working on uh, Windows 10. And it provided that security framework uh, for GTR, which allows them to continue to use the older applications, but in a very secure way.
0: And what has been the financial impact for organizations that have adopted Legacy Box?
1: It varies from customer to customer. And the example I've just given you with uh, Govia 10's link, it was obviously massive because uh, you know, the, the uh, real option was to replace the trains which they didn't want to do even in places like financial organisations uh, insurance companies uh, underwriters all those kind of people they have to keep information for a very long time and very often they've been quite acquisitive in terms of acquiring lots of different companies and you know they end up with lots of different databases where they don't necessarily need to update uh, the, the data what they need to do is just be able to have access to it for uh, regulatory purposes and uh, so the cost of ripping out all these systems is actually huge because they'd either be told by their existing software vendors that they've got to upgrade to the latest cloud-based magic or they need to find a way of continuing to run those uh, databases. And uh, they find that if they put it into Legacy box, it's a surefire, quick and inexpensive way of making sure they can keep uh, access to that data got hospitals, for example, where they are running applications for fertility uh, that were perfectly good applications, but they only run on uh, Windows uh, 7 or XP. And uh, they really don't want the hassle of ripping all of that out uh, and then buying a new solution and all the training when when the software that they've got works perfectly well. And just by being able to securely put it onto Windows 10 for them, they're able to continue using that software without any expense.
0: And for those older applications where support is just no longer available, how's Legacy Box helping those types of systems?
1: Well, first of all, it's got to remember that the types of application we're dealing with are typically out of support even on the older operating system in the first place. Yeah? you know, that might be because the software vendor is no longer in existence. It could be that the person that developed the software is no longer at the company or maybe not even still alive. Yeah. So so the applications probably don't have support anyway and what we're doing is we're uh, you know taking the applications that are now currently running in an insecure environment i.e on xp or windows 7 we're moving into a secure environment on windows 10 so that uh, the, the application is protected by windows 10 it's also protected by legacy box and it's effectively entombed inside a uh, legacy box so we don't change the support situation. If there is support available for the application from the vendor, you know, it's actually still running on, on Windows 7 inside Legacy Box. So it's not running actually on Windows 10. It's working inside Legacy Box on Windows 10. And uh, if support is not available, then you know no different situation than before.
0: Well, what is the typical cost for implementing the Legacy Box service?
1: Well, a Legacy Box subscription costs £225 per device, year when we offer discounts for quantity and multiple year orders customers who've got uh, an in-house application teams can purchase legacy box and install their legacy applications themselves
0: alternatively we've got a professional services team you can do it for them fantastic so do you offer any trial service for people who'd like to experience it in their own environments?
1: absolutely a 30-day trial is available any member of an it team should be able to move applications to legacy box with ease and as i said before we've got a professional services team you can sort it for
0: the customer if that's required. Brilliant. If people want to find out more information about Legacy Box, what should they do?
1: Customers can contact their Microsoft Account Director or their Account Technology Strategist, ATS, or alternatively go to the Microsoft Marketplace
0: and search for Legacy Box. And of course, you can visit it directly at www.legacybox.co.uk. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you, Roger. And thank you very much for providing the product overview of what Legacy Box does. It sounds like an absolutely fascinating product.
1: It is. And thank you very much for the opportunity. I've uh, really enjoyed talking to you, Dave. And um, I look forward to doing the next one with you.
0: Thanks, Roger. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and stay tuned for more inspiring tech leaders.